0: Morning partner, how are you? I'm great, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. I'm, do, I'm I'm doing as well as I can be on this lovely morning. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, man, we're doing fine. Last time we talked to him, Sam, he was getting ready, to, you know, Easter Sunday with his with his oh, family. How did that go for you?
0: Uh, that was wonderful. We had we had a pretty great Sunday and uh, you know, it's been a pretty good week as far as our our Hawks are concerned as far as bouncing back. So thing, things have been well so far. Things have been well. Just got back in Atlanta and trying to get things situated with my bag. So hopefully we get that un- underway soon. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, he's, he's doing a traveling. There, he's so he's a back. Travel, yeah. I told him he couldn't be delayed. We won't have yeah, more. Yeah, man.
2: Everything in good order?
1: Yeah, make sure everything's back in there because you know them folks open up your bags out there at Hartsfield.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, that's the issue we're having. So we're going to worry about these Hawks. and hope this bag pops up. That's what we're going through this morning. <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been, I'm going to wait for dotcom hotline. This morning with, with Terrell Thomas. He is social, although he's trying to get his bag. Uh, <laughs> <he found it laughs> on, on Twitter, at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Okay, I was there Friday night. And after we got through with the train that was outside and the suspicious package, yeah. uh, and then we finally got underway about an hour late, Um, scary third period, but we still get the win. Uh, How can we eliminate eliminate some of them things today, man, and just go down and win a basketball game?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to have to be with the pace and how the Hawks control the pace from the beginning of the game this evening. I think they want to, in a situation like this in which they want to tie the series, I think that they want to do what they did in Game 3 as far as embracing the crowd. We need our fans to be there early and gearing our guys up, but I, I They'll need to control the pace. They'll need to control the game from wire to wire and not really give Miami any chance, any hope, and and, and any reassurance that they'll have a chance to, you know, end the series when it goes back to Miami. So our Hawks have to control the flow and come out with a good poise on a defensive effort, and I think it'll be great.
1: Terrell, the other day when we were talking here last week when we talked to you, we talked about how Trey put the team on the back, and that's what superstars in this league do. We hadn't seen that from him in the playoffs where it was something special. So the conversation brought him to a next another level. What we saw the other night, and what Sam is talking to, is that third quarter where they got pretty much, you know, the, the Miami pretty much doubled what the Hawks put up. Trey didn't have to do that again, but he was a facilitator in the way that it, like we like to say, the game came to him. Did you like what you see saw from him as the leader in that fourth quarter, that last game? And how does that make you feel about whatever adversity comes at this team moving forward? They seem to find a way. To handle it and, and and keep their composure.
0: Yes, I was very impressed with Trey, and it's something that we've noted and spoken about Trey all season long about his leadership and how he doesn't shy away from the moment. And in a situation in a situation like that, where we knew uh, the Hawks knew the city knew the, the, the shoot, I think the, the the Miami Heat knew the Hawks could not afford to go down three uh, zero in, in in game three, and things were beginning to look a little shaky. And I think as you mentioned, it, it was a shaky third quarter, but one thing that really just <laughs> showed me that Trey Young really, he, he grasps the moment, he grasps the fans, he just understands the situation, was when, and in, in, the, in the final 15 seconds where, you know, the, the game was still pretty much up in the air, and Trey decided that you know, I need to end this thing, and he went down the court and he threw up the floater over Jimmy Butler, those are plays that only superstars make, only people who, again, don't shy from the moment and want that spotlight on them, so I, I, I was not Surprise. Again, that's something we've spoken about Trey all season long, and he's going to have to continue that if our Hawks have any chance of shocking the heat and coming back and, and winning the series.
2: Got double-figure scoring from DeLon Wright, but that's not the thing we've been getting for him most in this postseason. The things he's been doing defensively, and I, I talked about it yesterday, and I explained it to Greg, like a football player, you want to like run with your head up. You run with your head down. You still may find some holes and whatnot, but you want to be sure you find your holes. Run with your head. He's been playing with his head up. In other words, if you play with your head down, sometimes you get some bounces that'll come your way. But if you play with your head up the way he's been playing, you get your hand on loose balls, you get a rebound and you put it back. You're able to do those things. And he's been doing that consistently so well for this team. And it's been much needed.
0: Yes, that gentleman, you know, I, I want to tip my cap to him because I do remember earlier in the season uh, when uh, when I won't say he was struggling, but the Hawks were still kind of building their rotation and forming their rotation. I heard some Hawks fans kind of questioning Travis and why he decided to bring Wright over and why Wright may have been coming off the bench instead of Lou Williams. And throughout the season, the gentleman has just continued and to, to improve and get better to build chemistry with his teammates. And it was a great coming out party. Although it wasn't a coming out party, it was a great coming out party on the national stage to see him doing what he's doing, leading that second unit. It was, it was phenomenal to see, and again, he's going to also have to be someone when Trey is not on the floor that picks things up offensively and defensively because there's no shade to Trey. I believe that DeLon is a better defender on the perimeter than Trey Young. He's going to have to continue that on both sides of the ball to help our Hawks pick up a win today.
1: Terrell Thomas from these Urban Times joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and I talked about uh, that game three yesterday while we were on the air and talked about John Collins, and you can say what you will about him. Anything we get from him is extra. Great you know because we're happy to have him back in the lineup but after those first two losses and then the win the comeback win from the other day are you looking to see more from him going into this game four the rest of this series you know it's
0: one of those things where I almost feel like I'm whistling on a star sadly and I think because of the salary in which we know that John has because we do know he has that superstar talent in him we want more from John but I, I truly believe John is giving us a thousand percent right now. He's he's giving us all that he has to give. You know, with the finger injury, with the foot injury, we want more from him. I want more from him. But realistically, is you know how much more can he really give us? Now he has the heart of a lion, so I think that that will have to fuel him because again, injury wise, John isn't a hundred percent. He's mentioned already that you know this time of year, as we see teams all throughout the NBA, nobody's roster you know is fully healthy, or no players out there are really a hundred percent healthy. So we we get that. He doesn't want to throw that excuse out there, but we just, we have to be realistic and note that like his hand is really messed up. His foot is, it isn't what it was. And then the conditioning factor that we don't really speak on a lot because he had missed so many games just even getting his wind up and getting back on the court we have seen improvement as as you mentioned in each game so i do expect to see more um maybe we can get a double double from john tonight who knows maybe we can get something like 10 points and 10 rebounds i'll i'll even be satisfied with 10 points and 8 rebounds but i don't want to i don't want to expect too much from the young man cuz still is injured but in a playoff situation like this, if you're out there, you got to give
2: us all you got. Yep, folks, we're spending time on the waitforward.com hotline this morning with Terrell Thomas from These Urban Times. Keeping up with the Hawks as we get set for game four that's coming up later on today. You can hear it here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Um, let's talk about somebody that we probably will not see from Miami. And I think it's a crucial miss Kyle Laurie got a, got a, a hamstring. If he plays today, he won't be the usual Kyle Lowry. Talk about the fact that this guy can't go for them because of all the things he does as an experienced veteran with a championship ring if he can't go today.
0: Yes, that would be a key factor. And, and uh, if that is a situation for Kyle, you know, that sucks for Miami fans. But, hey, I'm quite sure Hawks fans will be grinning and smiling all the way to the arena so because that's the pitbull factor in which we spoke about defensively that was slowing Trey Young down. Kyle Lowry has been a nightmare matchup, and then when he's not guarding him and you're allowing Jimmy Butler to create pressure, it's like one of those two guys can consistently uh, create pressure on a defensive angle for Trey Young. So with with Kyle not being on the floor, that kind of changes all the matchups where if Bogey gets going, Jimmy Butler can't do two things at once. He won't be able to – and granted, the, the Heat do play great team basketball, but from what I've seen so far, Kyle Lowry's pretty much been the, the head of the snake as far as their perimeter defense and guarding. Trey Young. So if, if he's not able to go, I hope Trey Young knows from the from tip, green light, that he's attacking the basket, not settling for threes, saying that that's something that he does. Um, but I, I would like to see him driving to the basket, creating fouls, and getting Miami into foul trouble early if their rotation isn't what it's been in the previous three
1: games. Hey, Terrell, before we let you get out of here and get your thoughts on some of the other matchups going on, there's two teams that are 3-0 up. One of them you kind of expected. Uh, Golden State is taking care of Denver, but the other one is Boston over Brooklyn. What I have used this analogy that for those who aren't old enough, what we're seeing Boston do to KD and Brooklyn is akin to what the Pistons used to do to Michael Jordan. There are, for whatever reason, this all-time great is being shut down. Now, those guys beat up Michael Jordan, I mean literally. But you're not so much being beat up, but the defense they're playing against KD, are you surprised he's being shaken the way he has been?
0: I am, and I'm not. When you look at those Wang players and 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 uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they're pretty much two great defenders who can height from a height standpoint contest Kevin Durant's shot. And then we also have to we have to just tip our head off to the entire Boston coaching staff. They they've done a phenomenal job scouting both Kevin Durant and and Kyrie Irving, excuse me, but more so Kevin Durant. They have realized if we if we cut him off, and we throw him off his his game. No matter what Kyrie does it still won't be enough. And that's what we've seen so far for, you know, in, in the eyes of many, Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. And to see them possibly, uh, you know, with the chance to be swept really soon is is mind-boggling. You know, a few months ago, Vegas had Brooklyn with the highest odds to winning, you know, the, the, the NBA Finals. And it's a possibility they, they might not advance to the second round. So I have to sit my hat to the Boston Celtics. Those young guys are doing an amazing job. Uh, led by their Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart, but Jason Tatum is—he's letting the world know that he's no longer just an All-Star. He's coming for the Superstar title. So we'll see how how, how things turn out. And being Sam, Brooklyn still has one at home to try to save their season. So it'll be very interesting.
2: Great stuff. Great stuff, man. I thought uh, you had something you
1: was going to ask. No, him, no, no. We got other games going on here, man. I'm just curious about a lot of stuff, but I know we gotta go. Yep. We're up against it. Hey, man, get your baggage. We can hear we can hear the beeping <laughs> going on. Out out all right. Gather have, fun, your, have fun with TSA out there. Tell them we
2: said hello. Yeah, exactly. Gather your family <laughs> up and your luggage and get home safely and enjoy
1: today's matchups. Terrell, as always, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you gentlemen tonight. Have a great one. Uh, all right. That's all right, Terrell now. Thomas, these Urban Times.